turn the mic on. A plus, B plus, that probably wouldn't free us even if we had bread. Still wouldn't be us a new artist. It would never want to read us. That's not everyone could be a teacher. Cash in, lawyer. All right, welcome, welcome to Boys in the Fatherhood, the number one Irish-American fusion podcast on fatherhood, on parenthood, on making sure your kids don't turn into serial killers. As always, I'm Eric Marmon. I'm a first-time father of a five-month-old, five months today, actually. And with me, as always, is my brother from another mother, Mr. Damien Smitty Smith. Smitty, how you doing, man? Happy Mother's Day, I guess. I guess we should give a belated Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah we should. We should. We should uh, say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, I mean, they they do a bit here and there. They listen. I'm not trying to shit on moms, but I've, <laughs> I've said this. I've said this line to you before. And since this is a dad podcast, I feel like we got to stand up for the dads. Being a dad, being a mom is a bar, is being the bartender, and being a dad is being the bar back. In that we both work really fucking hard, but it's the bartender that gets all the glory. And all the tips. And all the tips, yeah. (laughs) But did you get for your wife, considering this is our first Mother's Day? First Mother's Day. It was fucking pouring here, man. It was a disgusting day. We had all these plans that all got canceled because she was like, I would rather just do nothing. I think the best part about having, uh, you know, the first Mother's Day is the kid is so young and you're just so fucking tired that you don't really want to do anything. I was talking to another buddy who's got two daughters, both, you know, like five and seven years old, and he's got all these plans. They're going to go away for the weekend. They're going to go to the Bronx Zoo. All this, all these things they need to do. I'm like, that sounds exhausting. We're going to sit at home. We'll have a little, you know, we'll cook dinner. It'll be a relaxing day. We we chilled. Good. That's perfect. I think that's what, if they're being honest, that's what every fucking mother wants, especially the first time around. They're just tired. It's like you said. Yeah, will you hold him so I can sleep? That was that was my gift. Yeah, there you go. That's a perfect gift. That right there. Speaking of gifts, you want to play some Treasures or Terrors? Uh, yes. Yeah, sure. All right, great. So we'll start off. This is Treasures or Terrors. For those who don't know, we're going to recap whether our tiny little humans, whether they were absolutely adorable, wonderful treasures this week, whether they were gifts like Mother's Day. Or if they were terrible, horrible little shits that are going to haunt our dreams. Smitty, from the texts I got from you the past two weeks, I think uh, you had more of a shitball week. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can go full on little shit. Yeah. Uh, with, with, with his adorable treasure moments, but just, just an attitude has been born. You had a streak going. I had a lovely streak there. You know, a good month where he was just an angel and... A fucking terrible twos on set came on quick. I, 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 it's hard to explain. Like, I don't, you don't want to have an argument with a two-year-old, right? No. You just don't. Can't win that. No, you, I mean, you don't. And you don't want anyone to see that. Because, like, I, and I caught myself once or twice. We were at the soccer, we were playing soccer. And I, we get down to his level and say his name, make him look me in the eye and talk to him. I'm like, I, 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 you know, they say that's very good and it's, Sometimes he just blatantly ignored me. I'm like, why am I reasoning with this? This, this like, <laughs> he's too. He hasn't. His mind hasn't formed yet. He can't reason. Like, <laughs> so it was more a case of, I'm sorry, you misunderstood. That wasn't a fucking request. Like, it's, uh, <laughs> it was a couple of times where he like shouted at me and told me no for some reason. And I, li- I, I dead on. I quoted my own father. I, I like. Ooh. Turn behind me. Yeah, like I froze, 
to make an eye contact with my child, look behind me to make sure that he wasn't, by, you know, maybe he was talking to some other guy behind me, because there's no way... <laughs> maybe there's some other jerk. This yeah. two-year-old is still going to be, yeah, right? Maybe he's telling the, maybe he's telling the stranger to go away, which would be <laughs> fine. But, and no, there was no one there. So I literally, like, looked at him, and I was like, oh, you must have me mistaken, son. <laughs> like, I don't know, you've got it pretty good right now. You get all your meals, you got a warm bed, you get your diaper change, and you keep going this way, your life's going to change. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, could you see your father as you were saying it? Like, was it an out-of-body experience? Oh, my God, I honestly could. I got him in the car, and on the drive home, I, like, I, like, I got to call my dad. I got to just, like, apologize for something. Like, I don't even know what, but at this point... <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was special. And we would, I made Mother's, we made Mother's Day cards for everybody. Like, for his mom, uh, for, mm-hmm. for his grandparents, uh, both here and in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Like, all those nice things. And my grandparents are like, my grandmothers. So, you know, it, it, I thought it'd be really cute. I brought paint, yeah, toddler-proof but- paint <laughs> into the house. Oi, I've been cleaning paint for a while now. Yeah, that just sounds like a mess. That sounds awful. Yeah, he started, at one point he started shaking the brush so it flicked everywhere. So I was going around trying to get that. So while I'm getting paper towels to deal with that, I turn around and the 80-pound the dog is sitting very quietly and still while the baby paints the dog's face and body. <laughs> I assume afterwards the dog then shakes and just gets paint everywhere. Everywhere. And so yep. it ended up like I ended up, you know, just turning the faucet on in the bathtub and throwing everybody into it. <laughs> it was um, what what I thought was a really nice, crafty idea to have something homemade for Mother's Day turned into an adventure. It, uh, good God. It was... Um, and he still has his adorable moments. That, you know, when he gets in trouble, he'll say sorry and give you a hug and you can't stay mad. And then he'll right. do it again a minute later. Right. Like, he got upset with me today because I wouldn't let him drive. How the fuck are we there already? Like... <laughs> What do you mean? Like, does he have like a car seat with a little wheel on it, like Maggie Simpson? No, what do you, no, he just no, he's he, like, he doesn't. But now, actually, now he's, I'm gonna go get one of them tomorrow. Are those things? Do those exist? They should, right? They, I, I think so. If not, we're gonna start selling them because that's fucking genius. That really is. Like, I don't, I can't honestly say I've seen them. But yeah, he lo- he gets very upset now if I have to run into a grocery store to grab something with him, and we don't. He doesn't get to sit in the race car, fucking. Carts. You wouldn't know about them because you live in Manhattan where the grocery stores are as small as my fireplace. But um, mm, No, we have some pretty big grocery stores and I'm familiar with, you're talking about like those, you put a quarter in it, like what, in in the movie Logan, where the little girl's on the little car thing. No, 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 no. I'm talking about an actual shopping cart that's been retrofitted to so the front oh, of yes. it. Yes, yes. Like I've two, seen those too, yes. With like, and remember, I live in the South. They're all looking like NASCARs. So, oh, so they got like, they're they're sponsored and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, Vagisil and fucking Budweiser. It's great for the toddlers. Well, I, <laughs> that is hilarious. I want to make fun of that, but it does sound awesome. So, you know, my instinct here is to make fun of the South, but that kind of does sound great. Speaking of sponsors, I almost had to turn on butt paste this week. I haven't told you about this yet. I, I, almost, I almost turned on butt paste. How is that even remote? How could that put you off? No. <sighs> Let Why? Me, well, here... Well, Talking about Treasures of Terrors real quick, my, my kid, 
I don't want to say that he was the terror, but the whole the whole circumstance has been a terror around daycare, and I I, I want to talk about it a little bit later on. But his 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 butt rash has been a fucking terror. He had the worst butt rash we've ever seen, to the point that like for the first time ever, when we were changing him, he didn't seem to want to be changed because his his ass was so sensitive when we would touch it that like it was he was in that much pain. Like he's had rashes before. We'd put a little butt paste on it and it would go away. And for the first time, the rash wasn't going away and it was brighter and redder and rawer than it's ever been. And what made it bad was it was only happening like right when he would get back from daycare. So clearly something was happening at daycare that was making his rash Ooh. worse. And they were putting butt cream on every time. They actually used more butt paste than we've been using. We use it like maybe twice a day, like usually in the morning and then at the end before he goes to sleep. So it's like sitting there on him all night. Um, they were putting it on after every single use. And we had this whole theory that for those who have never used butt paste before, it'll get crusty at the end. And then they were like scraping too hard. So the rash got real bad and butt paste didn't seem to help. We think we what we've done on the advice of the daycare and... We can call this our Just the Tips, if that's all right with you. Yeah, go for it. Great. Insert theme. You don't always need to have the whole thing. Sometimes you need Just the Tips. This is Just the Tips, because for busy parents, there's no time for all that filler. Just the Tips, it's just the parenting advice you need to be happy and successful in your day-to-day parenting. So today's Just the Tip, if your child is suffering from a bad diaper rash, if you're using a wet wipe, um, if you're leaving the butt paste on, what we were advised to do is, before you put the butt paste on, do some sort of dry wipe or do a tissue to make sure that the area is 100% dry. And it seems obvious now that i'm saying it but we have a wet wipe and we'd wipe his butt and then we'd put the paste on and so there'd be a lot of moisture that was kind of sitting there and i think that was kind of contributing to the rash yeah that's possible very possible in the past 48 hours we've and i say we've but i haven't had to do it yet so i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) people at daycare and my wife have done it exclusively but we take it they've taken a tissue or a dry wipe before applying the butt paste um, bottom line here is that we still love butt paste. We still want them to sponsor the uh, podcast and we're still applying it to my son's ass. So all, all good. On, all, all quiet on the asshole front. You should. And you did, I'm glad you brought it up. There was a, we had a rash incident last week that was very quickly cleared up with butt paste. It saves the day, right? It does save the day. So yeah, they could still sponsor us even though you, you wavered a little, but I think that was more user error than product. Totally. I think it was user error. I think it was. And the users were daycare, not me. I, I want to clear my name. Oh, yeah, yeah. By all, by all means, let's uh, let's blame the daycare. We'll get back to them. Um, I uh, We have to do a part of the show that I don't want to do this week. <laughs> uh, I mean, do I, do I really have to? Did we, yes. Like, you know how we made the deal that I'd read out all the reviews, but that yes, I we didn't did. sign anything. You literally said in our last podcast, we are not proud people. We have no problem. We have said, and I will repeat it now, if you leave us a five-star review uh, on Apple Podcasts, Smitty will read it in his once glorious Irish accent right here on the pod. (laughs) And I, if you would prefer, I will read it in my most, as described by a a non-employed nanny, 
and my Jewish <laughs> accent. I'm happy to do that. Um, so we did have a review. It was. Uh, I heard she stars. got she got she got a real nice job with the Hitlers. Never mind. Don't worry about I'm her. I'm sure. I'm sure that she did. I'm sure she did. I'm sure there's lots of ISIS members who are happy to have a new name. <laughs> um, all right. So here's the thing. The name here matches the name of our, our contributor last week. Was Dad Joke of the Week. So, this is either someone that knows me or somebody that read my Manchester, knows I love Manchester United and knows that I've written for Manchester United pages in the past online. Um, so, it's from M. Lombrazo 09. It's, okay, fuck's sake. It even, it even <laughs> opens with, this one's for Damien. Like, See? That's uh, you, brother. Th- yeah, this one's for Damien. Who's Damien? You call me Smitty on here. I uh, love this show, but you, you guys are hysterical. Look forward to each episode every week. P.S. Rain, my son, think that's how you spell it. He actually did spell it right. It's R-A-I-G-H-N-E. Like yeah, but that's a Irish cra- name. So that's a crazy way to spell it. So I think, like, this person was right, but they're they're wrong because that's not the way. Like, they're, they're lucky. It's a lucky fucking guess. <laughs> so, this guy definitely knows me, is it? Uh, <laughs> and they think that's just following you around, going through your garbage. Hey. <laughs> right. Uh, so he says, Reigns Reds kit is in the mail. Now, the Reds there, I'm assuming, links to Liverpool. Uh, not Man United, even though they're, they're also red. Just uh, uh, Yeah, because I, I know that from the last line of this. Uh, is in the mail, so he'll have an actual good Premier League team to support, and he'll never walk alone, which is their motto. And so, first of all, Mike... If it is the same person, thank you very much for your review. We do appreciate it. I hate you, whoever you are. Please make yourself known. They know your home address, too, apparently. Like this, it may just be Skynet. Have we covered that? It could be Skynet's now leaving us. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's you. Maybe it's because you you have Alexa all over your goddamn business, and now she started fucking with me because she knows I badmouth her on here because she can hear me when you're editing this. So So let's let's just recap. (laughs) You think that the Alexa is hearing me? Bad mouth that is hearing you through my microphone, bad mouthing it, and also I'm like reciting your home address out loud. Uh, dude, she has access to your fucking. My home address is in your computer somewhere from your wedding invites or from something. So maybe I don't know. That's that's that seems like a lot of computing power wasted on just to send your son a jersey. And if anything, they should. We we've already said. And and by the way, to the person who reviewed. We, we have been asked exclusively for Golden Tate New York Giants jerseys, not soccer jerseys. I don't know why you're not listening. If you say you listen every episode, you would know to send a Golden Tate jersey. I don't know why people don't listen. <laughs> yeah, they know. Yeah, see, he would know. Um, actually, funnily enough, I did receive a soccer jersey in the mail today, but it was an Ireland one, so that now me and Rain have almost matching Ireland jerseys. What do you mean almost? Uh, mine... Because mine is like the the one that was mailed to me is like the official one from mm. that World Cup. It has like mm. the sponsor's name on it, which is a make of car. That's um, so that's on. That's the only difference. But when the rugby, even though the rugby World Cup's on this year, so we'll have ex- have an excuse to wear it together in the bar. Oh, that'll be awesome! Yeah, I'm excited. I just bought Logan and I some matching outfits for my sister's wedding, uh, for like the dinner before her, like the rehearsal dinner, um, and they're both like plaid outfits. We're gonna look ridiculous. I'm so excited. It's gonna embarrass everybody. We're gonna. Look- <laughs> you should be so excited. I want photos of all of that. Oh yeah, for sure. And they're both plaid, and they're like the colors just a little bit off. They don't look exactly alike, so it's gonna cause a scene. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Well, you should be. That sounds great. 
yeah, it was a good use. I spent like three hours at work looking at outfits about it. I'm very excited. <laughs> it's a great use of time at work. It was. It was a big joke. And speaking of jokes, <laughs> do you have a dad joke of the week for us? I do. A good segue. You like um, that? Yeah, that was nice. I do. And again, I have to tell people, please send us dad jokes of the week. I didn't get one this week, so I had to uh, find passage. it on Reddit. Rap passage. You can send it to us. You can uh, email us at boysinthefatherhood at gmail.com or on Twitter at fatherhoodboys. At That's right. fatherhoodboys. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this week's joke I pulled from Reddit, and it is from the user Baba Shaka, which is half the reason I picked the joke, really. I wanted to say that. Baba Shaka is fun to say. That is fun to say. It is fun to say. So, how do you split the ocean in half? With a seesaw. <laughs> Yay! See, I, legitimately, I legitimately laughed at that one. That's great. I love that. See, we've gone that back one. to traditional dad jokes. Yeah, that's, that's OG. Yeah, I like these ones better because I'm saving them up. It's almost as bad as Robert. See, I just because I just am, sorry, Robert Patterson flashed up on my page. I'm still mad about him being Batman, but um, I like I like it. The more I think about it, the more excited I am. I, I I'm for it. We're gonna talk about this off the pod. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just gonna get you upset. Uh, the, the, the Twilight Boy. Not, yeah, there's a lot. Oh, Twilight Boy was like 10 years ago like you know and, and Heath Ledger was Brokeback fucking Joker and he was fantastic I mean I, I'm, I'm excited he was fantastic he was fantastic yeah. but this kid was in Harry Potter too like how many things do you want to be attached to it's not fair well I mean yeah alright that's fair but listen we're, we're, we're getting off track here we're getting off track yeah, yeah, yeah we're we, getting off track <laughs> can we talk about my daycare I want to hear all about your daycare because it's just yeah. it's funny to me because for once you found out you were having a kid Yes. Uh, and it was around about the time my kid had been in daycare for a little while. And that you, you, I don't know if you remember any of this, man. You probably don't because you haven't slept in five months. I don't remember my own name. <laughs> uh, you bombarded me with like uh, questions about daycare. Yeah. Like constantly about different things. And I like, I bitched about the cost and mm. a few other things like the fucking reports that I received telling me the nap time not being yeah. cor- accurate, which screws up the evening because then I don't know what he's napped yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm, I, w- I want to hear how, how is, uh, <laughs> well, you did text me something that I found very confusing during the week. So I already have an idea, but, um, how is it, how is Logan taken to it? So, um, thank you so much for asking. We, uh, <laughs> we, it was, <laughs> it has been an adjustment. So, the daycare, so I, I talked in our last podcast about how um, my advice to parents was get your child as much on the daycare schedule before they go to daycare. And that meant like if, if their nap times are at 10, make sure your kid is napping at 10. If their meal times are at 11, make sure your kid's eating at 11. You know, try to fit that in in advance so it's less of an adjustment because there's some things you can't adjust for. And the big one for my son, the big one for Logan has been sleeping. Because when he naps here, A, we were nap to get him to nap, we were walking him around in the stroller a lot. And because he would easily fall asleep and it was an easy win, and you want to get the easy win. So there was not like I'm not apologizing <laughs> for the fact that the first three months of his life, when I needed a nap, I threw him in the stroller and went for a walk. Like that's a win for everybody. Uh, there's nothing to apologize for there. But the end result is that they can't do that at daycare. And on top of that, when they would put him down, you know, he's got his own crib at daycare. He's got this whole sweet area all to himself. But the problem is that there's seven other kids in the room with him. And some of them, you know, he he started there when he was four months old. 
but the oldest kids in that room are 10 and 11 months. They can walk around. They yell. Like they talk. They you know not talk like you or I talk. Much more intelligent than us. But they they babble and they <laughs> scream and they yell. And so he's trying to nap and there's a lot of fucking noise and it's an adjustment for him. And again, you know, there were other adjustments that we didn't really have him on the right schedule and this and that. So we have an app, which is really cool that they have an app. So I'm getting notifications through the day when he naps, when he eats, how much he eats, how long he naps for. They're sending pictures and, you know, I'm noticing and my wife's noticing that the naps, the naps were happening later than they should have been happening, which to me, was a clue that, okay, he's, he's not falling asleep until he's, like, dead exhausted. Um, the naps were also shorter than they typically were, which, again, made me concerned that, all right, he's not getting enough sleep throughout the day. Um, they would put pictures in. They, like, walk around with an iPad and take pictures of the kids, and he was never really smiling. The first couple of days, there weren't really many photos of him smiling. And <laughs> I'm sorry. No, keep going. I'm no, making notes no, here. I, I'm going to come back to questions. Keep going. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, he just, like, looked like he was engaged with stuff, but there weren't, like, pictures of him giggling and that kind of stuff. And so you would get nervous, and they kept telling us that he was going through a transition, he was going through a transition, but it was clear, like, he wasn't thriving there. He would come home. It wasn't like he, you know, clues that I knew we weren't in a disaster area. He wasn't, he still was waking up in the middle of the night. He wasn't sleeping through the night, so I knew he wasn't, like, so dead exhausted. He wasn't coming home and, like, being disengaged. Like, he would still engage with us. So I know he wasn't, like, scarred or anything like that. Like, he wasn't so miserable. Also, when we would load him up in the stroller to walk him over to daycare because it's two blocks away, he wouldn't start crying. He wouldn't get upset. He wouldn't cry when we left the daycare. He would fall asleep in the teacher's arms, so we knew he liked the teachers. So there were a lot of positive signs for us. But as recently as you and I are recording on Friday night, as recently as Wednesday, in his 10th day at the daycare, um, my wife and I were like in full-blown panic mode because his naps were, you know, his naps at home are an hour. Uh, his naps at daycare were like 20 minutes. At home, he eats an entire bottle, you know, five ounces. At daycare, he was often eating like three to four ounces, and, and we could see that it was like taking them longer to feed him. So we were in full freakout mode, and it was really stressful, both for him and, and mostly for us. Yeah, I can imagine that. Uh, that just took him a while to get used to. I'm glad you explained it because the text message I got from you was very confusing. Yeah, why? What did I? T I'm, I like I said, I barely remember my own name. What, what did I tell you? Right, no, yeah, like, what was that? the wording was just like, he's not. He's not taken to it very well. I think adjusting was the word I used. Adjusting was the word. Yeah, I was like, yeah he's not adjusting to daycare. And yeah. In my head, I had an image of a four-month-old child storming in the door and up to his room and throwing his fucking rucksack on the floor. Like like a little teenager? Right. I was trying, I was trying to see how... Because you're still essentially... Yes, his personality is starting to form, but you're still essentially at the ball of goop face. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's a ball of goop that... You know, but all the other balls of goop in his class can like sit up and can some of them can crawl and some of them can walk around and he can't. So he's he's the goopiest of goop in the class. <laughs> Wait, he's in the same class as kids that can walk? Uh, yeah, there's two kids in it that can walk. So how does it work at your daycare then? It's, um, do you know your classes? Like uh, the, the, the ages or sizes or whatever. Yeah, well, the one so the one kid, there's, there's this kid Benji who I really like because he always smiles at me when I walk in, and he 
he's he can walk and he's 11 months old and in like two weeks he moves to the bigger class and god bless you benji i love benji but i can't wait for you to get to the other fucking class because you're too big <laughs> to be hanging around my kid the other the other funny thing is because he's so big and he's got like one tooth he kind of looks like sloth from the goonies which i know is a really mean thing to say <laughs> but because he's so much bigger than my kid i imagine that his parents were really bigger than me like i imagine like Boban Marjanovic from the NBA or like like George Marison, but they're completely normal people. I met them this week and in fact they're smaller than me. And I'm like, this doesn't make oh right, he's he's seven months older than Logan. I get it. I get it. That's how babies work. I really hope you didn't tell them you had a podcast because you just said name their child and it looks like sloth. No, I didn't I haven't told anybody. And plus he's <laughs> yeah. out of class, so I'll never see them again. There you go, you'll never see them again. I really hate when people like other dads try to make friends with me. It really bothers me. Oh, you don't want to have dad friends. I do and I don't. Like, yeah. in theory, I really do. Yeah. You get guys now, you get all this stuff. In theory, it's great. But in reality, it's like I'm at the park, dude. Like, I just let the kid, I'm trying to wear the fucker down so I can get, like, some work done or something this evening when I get him to sleep. Right. Like, so sometimes it bothers me. So, okay, fair enough. You won't have to see them again. Uh, yeah, tra- I don't know. That's, that's, it's great, though, when you think about it, being in that room with kids that can walk. Because... Rain used to look at kids at birthday parties that were a few months older than him and he would have this look in his eye when they'd be walking he couldn't walk and he'd be like look at them basically like fuck you doing that and like yeah. he would go home and that would be his mission and that's how he learned yeah. to walk he was like I'm gonna figure out that, that bitch was doing that so and I mean Logan it's, it's so funny you say that because every time we walk into this we usually my wife and I have to get to work a little bit earlier than, than I guess the other people at daycare because we there's only usually this one other kid is there and you know we're one of the first people to drop him off and this kid is two months older than Logan and is sitting up and Logan always looks completely baffled. He's like, how the fuck are you sitting up by yourself? Like, like it's, it, it, it's clearly going to be motivation for him. So I'm, it's so funny you say that. That's good. It's, it's gets them chasing goals early. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so so what, what did you, like, other than freaking out, panicking, but... Is there any steps you could do on your end, or is it just like it's one of those things you got to wait it out? Actually, so they said wait it out, and I, I read a bunch of stuff online, and everyone was saying wait it out. And, you know, I would see stuff that says sometimes it takes a week, sometimes it takes two weeks, sometimes it takes four weeks. Um, the daycare wasn't – we really like our daycare, I should mention that, and we're really happy with the teachers. And this story has a happy ending, um, but it really – they weren't as helpful as, as I would have liked. And the reason was – because they've seen this a million times, and so they're not fucking worried. Yeah, they're of like, course. It's like the nurse, and when you when uh, not moving fast enough to your liking at the, yes. when you had the baby. When I had the baby, and nurses aren't moving fast enough in the hospital, and you're like, "What the fuck? Like, we you need to go." And they're like, "This is what we do every day. We don't need to go. We will go at the pace that nurses go." That's exactly like we were in full panic mode on Wednesday. We were like, "I was ready to quit my job and be like, I'm a stay at home father now." And we will just... That's just what's happening. That's what's happening. We'll become nomads, and him and I will go on the subway selling candy bars. Like, that's that's (laughs) the future. And they weren't nervous. And they they did one thing that pissed me off, was they... When we started, they said, oh, do you want to do a transition schedule? I go, what is that? I, You know, what... Am I transitioning? What the fuck does that mean? What do you need from me? (laughs) And they said, you know, he'll come in for like three hours the first day. You pick him up. You stay with him, uh, you know, and then five hours the next day, you stay with him for a little bit, et cetera. You know, like a slow buildup. And I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And then on Tuesday, we drop him off and we're like, you know, loitering. We're there for like 10 minutes. Like, it's not like we're there for an hour or anything. 
And then the teacher says to us, is like, we know that he's been having some trouble. You should probably just drop him off and leave. Sometimes that loitering doesn't help. And I get what they're saying, and I've read that <laughs> elsewhere, is that like, yes, hanging out there is not good because, you know, the kid thinks that them crying will get their parents and it's a bad association. I get that. But then why the fuck did we do the transition schedule two weeks ago? Why the fuck am I, you know, you saying, oh, hey, us hanging around was good two weeks ago. Us hanging around is bad now. Make up your fucking mind. What? Well, I mean, but it, obviously, it, from their point of view, it hadn't worked that way, so they're going for the opposite, the other approach. I guess that makes sense, but from my perspective, <laughs> I'm just pissed off, and I want someone to blame. No, you're which is which is your right as an American, as an American, <laughs> and as a parent, a first time parent, I should. Yeah, mention. as a father, you're always you're gonna want someone to blame. Right, you know, it's right. just it's the it's the way shit is. It really so, is. Like, yeah, yeah, and I love being able to say the line like, as a father. Fuck you! Like that's that's I'm I'm gonna be heated. Yeah, you yeah. I've seen you get heated over sports. Getting heated over your kids is gonna come naturally to you. Uh, oh, it was it was a super. I can't super I can't wait to go to soccer games that your kids in. Um, oh my god! But I mean, nice. that kind of situation though, it's like I don't know. I never liked the idea of the transition, like because you hear you drop a kid off and it screams as soon as you're gone. Ten seconds later, they're fine. So they fine, I've never right, really yeah. seen the benefit of loitering around. Well, it's better than going to work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like it was like, oh, do I sit here with my son and, and feed him this bottle or do I get to the office on time? Like, I'll, I, and then you go to the office and be like, oh, sorry, my, my son was having a hard time at daycare. They're not going to give you shit. It's the best built-in excuse ever. That is very true. You can pull that out of your hat whenever you want. Yeah. I, I, I have already. Um, so, so the happy ending is that, you know, Wednesday, as I mentioned, I'm in full panic mode. I'm ready to quit my job. Thursday, he had a great day. Thursday, he they he was playing more. He, he took an hour-long nap um, and, like, on time, on the time he was supposed to take his nap. Like, everything went really, really, really well on Thursday. Today, Friday, um, same kind of thing. And, they you know, there's pictures now of him smiling and his naps are longer and he's eating all of his milk or drinking all of his milk, I guess we should say. Drinking all of his milk. Anyway, yeah, you've, been, body- yeah, you've been saying eating and I'm letting it go, but yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm very tired. But, um, <laughs> very tired. So the bottom line for us was we really got stressed out. We really, you know, clearly went through some, some shit, but we just had to sit on our hands. Like, like just waiting it out did, or at least has in the past two days, had vast improvement and he did adjust or at least it appears over the past two days that he's adjusted he's had his best two days at daycare yet i may be on next week when we record and be like nope he's gone completely he's completely regressed it's a disaster i'm becoming a nomad and living on the subway with him but um well, he does really have two be- days off yeah that's true exactly so that might set him back but the truth is like just kind of riding it out it worked it worked hey who would have thought the thing everyone told you was the thing that worked. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, good God. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that there's a happy ending to it, and I'm sure if you just wait it out, like it'll be grand. Yeah, yeah. So before we go, you had a story you wanted to share. Yeah. So I I, I heard a story from a parent this week, and it was from a mom and not a dad. But upon hearing it, I thought there's a lot that like. I learned from hearing the story of what's to come mm-hmm. and would be something that would help 
dads out there because this death it's death right death is a fucking tricky one when it comes there's lots of tricky subjects that are going to come up when your kids start asking questions death is a tough one so a friend of mine who um, told me this story rather not be named on here but uh, so she got called at her son's school she's got a six year old boy Uh, he was basically shouting that he was going to kill himself he's six Jesus so he had no concept of what he was saying Right, and how serious it is, and how, how serious everyone has to take that, you know. Yeah. Um, and he still didn't get it when she picked him up and talked to him. So what she did... What do you well, think... She just, took, sorry to interrupt. Do you think, like, he probably just picked that up from TV or something? Like, he heard some other kids... Probably. Saying, like, that's what... That's uh, what she... Me and her talked about it. That's what she thought was the only logical explanation. Yeah. yeah. But, um... So... She took him to a store to buy flowers... And then took him to the graveyard to visit the grave of a friend of theirs uh, that he had known, I guess, who had passed away under whatever circumstances. And basically there and then had the conversation with him about, like, how she couldn't enjoy the flowers that were being left for her because she was dead. And how serious that was. That meant that, you know, you were gone. And to threaten that is something, like, you're threatening to leave forever. And it seemed to really get through to a six-year-old. Wow. So, I am the father of a two-and-a-half-year-old. You're the father of a five-month-old. At some point down the line, we're going to have to deal with ridiculous little fucking, like, absurd subjects that we never thought we'd have to explain to somebody. Yeah. Um, you know, we, I don't and remember how it was fucking taught to me. It was no, Catholic school, either. so it wasn't the truth. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <coughs> so, I thought it would be good to share because... The approach of doing something practical rather than just trying to talk to the child, I thought yeah. that was an ingenious fucking touch. Yeah, I don't... That's not something I've thought about at all, thankfully. Um, right. And I don't know, nor nor am I going to decide tonight <laughs> the way to approach that, but that's... I. There is something I like about that, um, and like you said, making kind of a practical and relatable event from it. Um, rather than just having a talk about it. But that's some heavy shit, man. Like, I'm just trying to figure out how to get my kid to get a nap at daycare. <laughs> it is, yeah. So, it, I know this is not this is not a heavy podcast. It is a heavy story. No. I just, I only tell it because I feel like, it, for me, I just, I could do it's nothing really short. Yeah. I almost stood up and applauded the woman. Yeah, I like, that was right To now. me, it was just fucking genius stroke yeah. to deal with something that came out of left field or her. It's right. the fuck like I wouldn't know what the fuck it's say. If my son said that, I'd be like, ah, oh, that that's too bad. Like I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you want to say to that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just because you know you got to think out of the box. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> maybe we should maybe we should have put the dad joke in at the end. I don't know. You got uh, another one. You got another one. Okay. Oh, I got, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish on this dad joke. I'm not going to credit it, but because it's... Uh, what do you call a midget party? A little get-together. No. Are you allowed to say midget? Is midget the proper word? Short person? Dwar- what a- dwarf? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, probably there are any angry... A- any angry little people? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, our bad. Our bad. Actually, our it's bad. a podcast. They don't know us. We're little people. You don't know anything right. about us. Yes, All right, that's exactly. going to do it. 
That's going to do it for Boys in the Fatherhood. If you've got a question, a story, or just want to talk some smack, shoot us an email at boysinthefatherhood at gmail.com or tweet at us at fatherhoodboys. This podcast is produced by Teddy Page. Our logos were created and, cre- bleh, our logos were created and designed by Tiny Awesome Things, and the podcast features music by All Nation. I'm going to get back to dad duty. Say goodbye, Smitty. Goodbye, Smitty. That's All Nation. All Nation. Brother never learn from another, no mother, just him and the pain that's within. Bound up forever by death and the love of sin. Engraved in our souls since we was children. I'm grinding to the top, but until then, forever on the hustle, on the grind and then when it's my time to shine, this boy just goes in. I'm spitting kinda cold, so I leave him frozen. Go that red up on the bottom, so I'm so chosen. Out of this world, you cannot control him. Until